What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. We're all afraid of something. Whether you like to admit it or not, we all developed some type of fears growing up. Maybe it was from bad experiences. Maybe it was from stories we heard from other people or something that got programmed into us from movies or society. Maybe it was just our imagination making up irrational fears of monsters that don't actually exist. False evidence appearing real. Nonetheless, we all have fears. And there are evolutionarily legitimate reasons for fears to exist. Even in our current environments where we don't have to fight off prey, still a little healthy level of fear is grounding. And someone with little or no fear at all might be closer towards psycho or sociopathy. I don't think the goal is to be fearless. It's to move despite the fear. But the conversation today isn't about healthy fears. It's about futile ones. Those that overflow. Those that cross the boundaries of drawing boundaries. That's all a fear's job is. To mark the territory of danger. Nothing else. And still, in fact, you might have to move despite the fear. However, in our increasingly predictable world, we have disproportionately magnified fears to compensate for the missing void of real danger. It's the old adage, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. And so the cycle continues. And as a commentary on where we are in the current cycle in our society, we are too easily satisfied with our short-stretched baselines and are not going to willingly forego the comfortable but deceptively fragile spot in the cycle of good times, even though we know where it will lead. There is a siren call that is addictively alluring in the comfort that we don't and won't part with even while it erodes us slowly from the inside. And that brings about irrational fears, this living in the comfort too long, about everything that is that rocks the boat. Our fears are no longer the saber-toothed tiger. Our fears are as simple as disrupting the status quo. We have lost the courage to face chaos, and too much order is a tyranny of a life. The thing about fears also is that they branch off into conscious and unconscious fears. There are ones that you can easily label, like I am afraid of heights or spiders or tight spaces. And these are probably easier to understand and maybe even treat them if you wanted to through some sort of exposure therapy or hypnosis if you believe in that. As much as these fears can also keep you from living life, they are not as in control of your life on the surface as are the deeper reasons for why they exist and what they really root down to and other ways that they unconsciously might manifest. For a lot of people, if you question their fears and then ask why enough to their answers, just keep asking why, a lot of fears will boil down to the fear of death. Somehow, somewhere, even a small fear like that of creepy lizards or roller coasters can be found to relate if explored deeply enough to the fear of death. Most people think that they are going to die if they have to face it. And the quote that comes to mind when I think about this that underlines the spirit of my feelings on this episode topic, it goes, What are you afraid of losing? 
when nothing in the world actually belongs to you. This safety, this comfort, this life that you cling onto, it is not yours to keep. It is all borrowed. All your attempts to preserve it is futile. Fears are marking out the territory of life and keeping you from living. What they are supposed to do is just mark danger and they have marked life as dangerous. Overemployed, overgrown, and overused fears. Saving you from death maybe, but keeping you from life for sure. A maybe trade for a for sure trade. You know what else is for sure though either way? We are all headed to death anyway. What do you think you can save it all for? All preservation efforts are futile. Again, we all need a healthy level of fear. But it is physically uncomfortable to be in the presence of someone who is so afraid of death or is ruled by his fears so much that you can literally witness the life it is keeping away from him. It makes you wonder what it is that he values so much about life that in the preservation of it, he keeps himself from living it. It is counterintuitive. The fear of death follows from the fear of life. A man who lives fully is prepared to die at any time. That uncomfortable feeling being in the presence of someone ruled by their fears is because you can feel the weight of their unlived life. Let me repeat that. The fears themselves, whose main purpose is to keep you safe, keep you so safe that they essentially take the essence of that same life away that you are meant to keep safe. Futile. You are only afforded a short portion, a short window of your healthy years to take certain leaps. And maybe with intentionality, you can broaden that window. But that takes intentionality. The reality is that safety in itself, as a concept, as something to try to strive for, is an illusion. And I'll quote Michael Mead that says, Safety doesn't mean no trouble, no harm, and that everything's fine. Safety means having enough support to take the right risks. And so since risk is an inevitable undertaking, if you plan on experiencing life at all, it is despite the presence of fear that we are required to move anyway. All men have fears. The brave put down their fears and go forward, sometimes to death, but always to victory. I love you, family. Stay true, always. I'll see you on the next show.